Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. Mr. Ken Unger joins us today, and we're going to talk about the anatomy of a pothole. Right, Ken? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and and here's, here's my read on it real quick. Here's what I think happens. You have blistering hot summer for five months. You, you have a little break, but you have pretty good rain in that period. Then at the end of the year, you have a torrential downpour that brings down lots of trees. Then right after that, before the pavement gets good and dry, you have freezing rain and you have uh, snow that goes to, sub, to, to nearly zero temperatures for four or five days. And after that, then you have a deluge of rain. Is that about the right anatomy? That's, that's a perfect recipe for potholes. Yes. It I really does say, sound uh, like it. <laughs> You know, and, and it would be. Yeah, would be. Uh, I'm sorry, I was just going to say it would be unique if it were the village and something we did, but it's everywhere. It's all across the state, right? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, uh, I, I saw those reports where cars were just strewn along Route 30, where mm-hmm. they hit some major potholes and, and obtained flats, damaged their rims. Uh, you know, you hear reports down getting to hot springs and back where five and seven are potholed uh, up in little rock they're they're dealing with it as well. So it, you know, this, this climate, what happened over that last week again was, was really a perfect recipe for uh, potholes. And it, and basically it, it, uh, it divulged the weak areas of our paper. I mean, that's what it does. Uh, it, it basically says, here's where you need to focus because this is the areas that um, are, are, are not, uh, you know, have, have issues, you know, either have, you know, cracks where this stuff, you know, water's getting in or, uh, you know, you had sub-base issues that manifest themselves when you have these conditions. So um, it helps oh, so help this... define our road program this year. 
<laughs> As if we needed any more help, right? Yeah. But is yeah. this is this like where there's alligatoring and alligatoring is where it looks like the back of an alligator. It kind of breaks up in little blocks. And when water gets in then in there and freezes, I guess it's kind of done. Yeah, and those areas are already, you know, already gone. So you kind of know mm-hmm. uh know ahead of time that those areas are weak. But you know, what you see in this environment is, you know, and that's why we spent, you know, a lot of uh, effort to try to crack seal DeSoto. Um, you know, last year and this year, because those fine fracks that you don't really see um, by the naked eye, you know, that's where in, in, in environments like this were. And really what happened here was the freeze thaw. So we had situations where, you know, the the, the, the ice hit, the snow hit, then it, then it thawed a little bit and then it refroze. And when the water gets under the pavement there and it freezes, that's when it starts popping up. And, and if you have uh, surfaces like we do with this micro surfacing, uh, you know, super pave where it's only, you know, three quarters of an inch thick. Um, and frankly, we found even other layers now that where they probably weren't tacked, tacked right. Um, I mean, you literally, you know, if you ask Todd, you could go down some parts of DeSoto with a shovel or he was even using a blower and the pavement was actually raising off the layer below it. Um, really? so, you know, yeah. So we were able to identify some of these areas where the, the, the secondary layer of pavement that maybe was an overlay done 15 years ago, uh, is, is kind of loose on the, on the, from the substrate below it. So, um, you know, and, and it's really, uh, you know, like I said, it tells you where, where you have to fix stuff. And that's, that's going to narrow our program down to repairing these areas of DeSoto, Valeric, Barcelona, where the super pave is weak and it's just, uh, it's going to come up. It's going to come up as the weather changes. It's it's you know already been damaged now from this, and uh, you can expect potholes galore moving forward. So, well, so uh, and uh, uh, yesterday we're recording this on Friday, and uh, mm-hmm. it's the twenty sixth, I believe. Yeah, and um, yep. Uh, I guess it was yesterday. Yes, yeah, yesterday uh, or Wednesday. Uh, they had part of DeSoto roughly from the pickleball court to the golf course, halfway down the golf course on DeSoto, closed down into one lane, and they were patching. And I thought. Number one, I thought, well, wow, you know, these guys are really on it. But number two, I thought, man, how do you take relatively moist asphalt and put hot patch on top of it and try and get it to bond together to the old stuff? I mean, is it a, is it a, is it an endless cycle? Yeah, I mean, we're not, you know, what we're doing right now is temporary it's to, you know, avoid residents from, you know, feeling the bump and, and in the worst case ones, you know, obviously potentially causing damage. So we don't right. expect necessarily the, the cold patch material we're putting out there to last uh, very long. I mean, hopefully it lasts long enough for things to dry out. We'll get a sense after it dries out how bad it is. And then, you know, we already have the board approved uh, earlier this month, our initial uh, parts of our paving contract. And we're going to wind up using it to mill and replace some of these sections where, you know, we, we would just expect the potholes to continue. Much like Barcelona, that section of Barcelona that just kept happening, yeah. Uh, that's what's going to happen on these sections now. Uh, now that the pavement's been basically uh, basically been exposed, you're gonna you're gonna see yeah. more and more. Every time it rains, we'll have you know water getting in there. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just one more thing, you know, that uh, yeah. we weren't expecting. But you know, hey, say la we'll vie, right? It. Yeah, well, we'll uh, just uh, and to catch on here real quick. I mean, the side roads, I'm, I'm on Sierra, just off DeSoto, Castellon's just up the way. These roads mm-hmm. don't look like they took that kind of damage, but they don't get that kind of traffic, right? Yeah, and they also probably don't have the layers of pavement, like I said, that, that 
DeSoto does, right? So DeSoto over the years has had multiple layers of pavement applied to it. Um, and, and that's where, you know, same thing with Barcelona and Balearic. And that's where, you know, you're seeing this top layer, whatever it was that was laid down, is starting to fail and, and water gets into it. So, you know, most of the side roads on the village, from what I, you know, and there's some exceptions to that for sure, but, you know, you may still have the original two to three inches of pavement that was originally put down. Um, and if the, if the sub-base was rock when it was laid down, that's, that's why that pavement's held up for as long as it has. And uh, there's nothing for the water to really get under. You know, it's 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 basically sure. the the last layer of pavement. So, um, not that it can't fit. Look, just um, and, and I'm sorry, Ken. We're it's breaking less up just likely a little than here. It will in the situations where you have multiple layers of pavement on top of one another. Oh, sorry. Mm, um, mm, yeah, like I said, funny. I mean, I, the, the, it's it really comes down to the layers of pavement. Wow. Can you hear me? Well, I was going to ask. So, Barcelona. Uh, DeSoto and Balearic, are they essentially highway grade? I mean, were they built like a highway? No. No. I mean, most of the village, you know, uh, especially the secondary roads, there's two inches over top of whatever was there. Um, DeSoto may had maybe had four inches. I mean, if you look at some of the cross sections that we saw, you may wind up having six in some areas because they've overlaid it several times. Right. Same thing with Balearic. It's between four to six inches. But it wasn't designed. None of our roads were designed for really, in my opinion, the type of loads that we experienced here in the villages, especially the main roads. You know, we, you know, and that's something we have to look at. But, but the types of traffic we're getting in here uh, on top of these roads. And that's why I did that full depth reclamation uh, trial on Madaris, because, you know, it was to try to create a, a, a cross section that was economical to affect and cost effective to do to uh, hopefully come up with a cross-section base of 12 inches of mixed up stuff with concrete and then two inches of pavement on it that would hold up like you're paving over rock, you know? Yeah, well, but and and, and is, is that standard, the 12 inches and two inches of paving on top of it? Is that kind of highway? Well, if you looked at, yeah, if you looked at more on four, you have, you have a two inch surface course. Look what they did on, on five, right? They had a, uh, a gravel base of maybe six yeah. inches, seven inches, depending on the subgrade. They'll have uh, th- maybe two layers of, of, of coarse aggregate uh, or coarse base. Um, so you probably have four inches of coarse base and then a top coat on that, a two-inch top coat on that. So most most cross-sections of pavement are anywhere from about 10 to 12 inches in full depth between the aggregate sub-base paving and then the final paving, which is your supposed to be your drivable, smooth la- layer of pavement. That in, in the village, most of our paving is really surface course paving. There is no structural based paving, and, and structural based paving has a bigger aggregate in it that basically provides that you know support for the tires and the load that's on it. Uh, that surface okay. course is really just for drivability. It's just to make it smooth. So, but well, we and, don't and, have we know, don't have the sub base. We don't have sub base paving here. We have basically surface course on top of whatever's there. So, wow! 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 So, yeah. so what would you say to the average villager? Be patient. We're working on this. We're going to start as soon as it dries out, maybe spring. We've already spring. started. I mean, we will. Really? I mean, DeSoto is almost done. Um, you know, next week we'll be focusing on Balearic and then Barcelona. Uh, you know, there's pot, there's going to be potholes in other places. People are just going to have to be patient. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. 
visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.